It's the H-Dog Pod with your host, Michael the Hound Dog Harrison. Hey, hey, welcome to episode nine, the Gordy Howe edition of the H-Dog Pod. And as promised on the last podcast, my good friend, Golf Talk Canada producer for TSN and overall average golfer, Adam Scully, is on the podcast. My first in-studio guest for the H-Dog Pod. Welcome, Adam Scully. First of all, uh, Michael, what an honor it is to be here. And thank you very much for having me. Especially in studio too. It's as we know uh, in the podcast world, it's much better being in studio, and it, it is a thrill to be here with you. Yeah, that sounds almost sarcastic, if I'm honest with you. No, that's not sarcastic at all. Um, and I, I appreciate myself being honest with you. So it's all about honesty and vulnerability. Yes, of course. And uh, so, what's going on, man? It's good to be here. I know. Yeah. Well. You know, we used to do a podcast, the Going for Broke, broke uh, podcast, brag, and you know that's uh, that was a deal for a couple of years, which was a lot of fun. And uh, we got through what, thing. what fifty really cool memory there. Uh, I think it was like sixty-four, actually. Mm. But yeah, thank you. For okay, so by the way, okay, so not so, remembering. So the, first of all, you had Gordy Howe number nine. Yes. So prior to recording. Um, you asked me for a number nine. 61 episodes, by the way. Oh, okay. Going for Broke Podcast. Maxima Fenneganoff episodes. Okay. Cool. So you asked me a number nine for the H-Dog pod. Mm-hmm. And you thought you would have guessed my number nine. Yeah, but I... So I, I, what, I what is the number nine you would have guessed I had? No, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I thought this individual wore number nine. Maybe you did at some point. Uh, I was thinking Nick Antropov. <sighs> wow, that was really close. I was going Nick Hagman. <sighs> Former Maple Leaf, what a trade that was with the Calgary Flames. Mm, Nicholas Hagman, he was number nine. Yeah, yep. him and Ian White, uh, Matt Stajan, uh, a host of other players. Who else was in that trade? Uh, in exchange for Dion Phaneuf, Keith yeah. Ollie, How could I forget that? Yeah. a couple draft picks. The most obvious name in the whole trade I forgot there. Yeah, Keith Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Keith Ollie. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good for about half a season with the Leafs, mm-hmm. I must say. And with the Tampa Bay Lightning, yep. yep. You mentioned vulnerability I earlier. Did, yes. And obviously that's one of the words that's most closely, uh, closely associated with Ladies, this is the final rose tonight. The Bachelor franchise. Oh, yes. And as I teased on the last episode of the podcast, uh, we would discuss that at length through about 17 hours straight. So what are your thoughts? We're going into the final two, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, uh, we're, we're, I'm not sure exactly when this episode will be released, so perhaps this episode will have already will air after the finale, oh, okay. which would be interesting to see if we were really on point with our calls or if it's before, who knows. Either way. What do you think the thoughts on the, on the finale? They say it's going to be the craziest finale ever. No one would predict it. Blah, 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 blah. They say that, that, that basically every year. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I mean, someone is going to win. And wow. someone... Or no, maybe no one wins. Someone might not. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, um, I am really curious what's going to happen here. Um, you know, we saw the most dramatic, I would say... Uh, as a genuine fan of the Bachelor series, the uh, uh, scene two years ago now, I guess, when Ari uh, said no to Becca and then said yes to Lauren, her name? I think so, And, yeah. that, was, and that was all on camera, and, mm-hmm. and they, went, like they went uncut. Yep. Unprecedented on ABC, something like that. So I think that was the most dramatic thing we've ever seen. It wasn't even that but dramatic, but yeah. That's, it that's, was just more cringeworthy and awkward. Yeah. It especially, did, when she, especially when Becca was like, just leave, just leave. It did leave. get Papa Scully, the rictator, it did be, make him... Like cry? A fan of the Bachelor series. Oh, I thought you were going to say cool. He was not turning away from that. So in my mind, that's a win. But I really think, first of all, that 
we know, you know, in this age uh, of social media, there's all, there are always spoilers. Mm-hmm. But for this season, there, there isn't a spoiler. The only one that came out on Twitter, uh, and I, I, just because it came out, it makes me think it, it, no, thanks for playing footsie with me. Uh, it makes me think it didn't happen. Is that randomly on Twitter, usually if there is some sort of a spoiler or something with, uh, with what happened on a show, uh, it's very obvious. Like they'll say, like, the spoilers are ahead, don't read ahead, blah, blah, blah. But this, there was a spoiler that uh, Peter would end up with one of the producers on the show. It just seems too obvious. Like this woman posted a bunch of photos with them together. It's like with the family at Christmas. That seems like a little obvious. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I don't think that's especially if they're like you wouldn't expect it at all. Well, unless they're trying to like basically say most fans don't actually follow stuff online. In which case, I guess you would be surprised by it. Maybe, but I just don't think. I think it's just too obvious. They wouldn't throw that out there. I don't think that's an option. This is my theory. And the final two, as we have now. And again, they say, oh, it's something you're not expecting, blah, blah, blah. Always. And you know, they make it really dramatic. It might just be, simply be nothing at all. But you know, we have Hannah Ann, and we have... Uh, Madison. Uh, Madison, of course, yes. Thank you. It's going to be neither one of them, which, of course, would be... That's not a crazy wow. surprise if you're going to say something that's out of, out of left field. I have three options. Oh! I have a one really obvious option, in my opinion, and then the other two, who knows, only because they weren't at the... I'll say the other ones. The two that weren't at the Women Tell All. Oh, Kelly and... Uh, Natasha. Natasha. So the fact that they weren't there, apparently Kelly was in L.A. where they, they, they filmed the Women Tell All, and for some reason she wasn't invited. Some people speculate it's because she sort of throws shade toward uh, Peter uh, on social media... Uh, and Natasha, I think she said she was at a wedding or some other different thing, which could obviously be a convenient, uh, convenient excuse. Right. Could be one of those two, just because they weren't at the Women Tell All. Now, of course, uh, Kelly and Peter did have that connection where they actually met before The Bachelor shot at some previous wedding last August at some point. So maybe... And, and she didn't get... Did she get the first impression, Rose? No. Uh, no, it was Hannah Hannah Ann. Right. We should also do a study. So Hannah Ann's in the final two. I believe there's a study that's been done on A, the one that gets out of the limo first, Mm -hmm. and B, who wins the first impression rose. I think the last few seasons, the one that won the first impression rose has actually gone far almost every time. It's actually been... Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Not that I I don't remember that as much before, but recently I think it is. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting. But uh, I was going to ask you a question about the Bachelor series in general, but I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if you're finished with Peter yet. Oh, no, sorry, you you two more scenarios. Sorry. That was just the two people. The other one, I think Hannah Brown... Who was on Hannah B? Uh, Hannah B was the uh, was the original one who crushed his soul yes. in the, like the final four or three, whatever it was last year. Yep, she came back in the first episode, and then she was lingering lingering around in the second episode. She left, blah blah blah. I think she did Dancing with the Stars. That could be the scenario. They're actually together, which would be like they'd be like, "Oh my god, this is so wonderful, and amazing, and beautiful." They were meant to be, and they would, they would dress it up as that, even though it would be a sham of a season because of all the women who were passed over for her. I think Hannah Brown is wow. your winner. I, I have thought that Madison, I thought their connection's been the be, been the strongest, I should say, uh, in the last probably five episodes. He was the first one. Uh, he told her that he loves her. That was the first one. But obviously there's what happened uh, in the fantasy suites, and she has her beliefs. Uh, so I'm curious where it goes from here. But her, her beliefs, of course, uh, she did not want him to have, have the, the, the fun with anyone else because she uh, saving herself till marriage. And he admitted that he was intimate with. Uh, he just said he was intimate. He didn't say with one or the other or both. <laughs> but to relate to the Bachelor series, earlier this week uh, the announcement came out: the new Bachelorette, Claire, mm. 
So Claire hasn't been on the Bachelor series since uh, she was on the Bachelor Winter Games, where she got engaged to uh, our dear friend Raphael, his twin, uh, Benoit. And they look identical. Exactly, yeah. That engagement lasted about six days. I was going to say six minutes, but yeah. Maybe six minutes. So this is a different age range. Claire's 38. Peter is 27, I think. Something like that. Sure. A lot of uh, Hannah Ann and Madison are both like 23. 20, yeah. Claire's 38. This, is, this goes back to when Nick Vial, or Vial, if you will, was the bachelor. He was 36. What do you, so have you signed up yet? Like, what, what are your thoughts about this? Are you trying to call me old? Is that what you're saying right now? Is that no. actually what happened right there? No. Well, it sounds like stop. It, pretty much so. No. Uh, and she will be good TV because she sort of has a little, a little bit of a, uh, a good edge. streaked and edge. To her, and she also has a, a checkered history of being on like seventeen thousand different shows, uh, which is um, I think literally been uh, that, sorry, that's a bit of a slight exaggeration. I think she's been on like sixteen thousand nine hundred ninety-eight bachelor shows in the past. Mm. So it's an obvious uh, pick. She's not going to find anyone that's going to be everlasting wow. love. Very simple, uh, unfortunately for her. But it, she's been she's just been on so many different shows, so probably not going to happen. And I uh, mentioned off the top of this podcast, of course, Golf Talk Canada producer, and we've discussed golf many times. That's our biggest passion, pretty much. Tiger Woods, the last couple of weeks, wow. uh, not been playing Bay Hill, and he will not play the Players' Championship yeah. this coming week here. Uh, injuries, back with his back injury again. What's going on here? And uh, this has got to be scary, right? Like These are tournaments he's well, won a couple times of players, and Bay Hill he won eight times, not playing. I don't know. It's, it's just, you know. I hate to ever say, of course. Oh, of course, he's not done, but it's just it's it's worrisome when they try to make it. I understand they're going to be like, oh, it's no big deal. They're not going to say it's a crazy injury, but it's scary to think that the injuries are coming are coming again. What this him. is, this is the new norm with Tiger Woods. Um, you look to last year immediately, uh, so he obviously has the spinal fusion. Sur- let, let, let's go through the whole timeline. So he has a spinal fusion surgery, uh, comes back initially, no pain. Uh, does pretty well in the 2018 season, com- uh, contends in the final two major championships, wins the 2018 Tour Championship. Some optimism around Tiger for 2019. Comes out early 2019, does pretty well, wins the Masters. We're thinking, okay, Jack Nicholas, he's back in play. The majority of the rest of his 2019 season, abysmal. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. He barely played. He was hobbling around. I was there in person in Ireland, not a big deal. Uh, watching him, he looked... Like he was a man hurting. Mm -hmm. He did not look healthy. Misses the tour championship, takes two months off. Uh, A month month and a half, two months off. Wins the Zozo championship. Goes to the Zozo championship. There's a skins game before with uh, J. Day, Rory, Hideki Matsuyama. He just looks terrible. Mm -hmm. He does not look good. Zozo championship, first round goes bogey, bogey, bogey. We're thinking, is he going to break 80 today? Shoots 64, 64, <laughs> wins the tournament. We were watching the third round together uh, here in prime time uh, on the Eastern time zone. And then what does he do? He goes to the President's Cup, and he is the best player there, in my mind, by far. Mm-hmm. He is 2,000 Tiger Woods at that tournament. He was methodical. He, it was beautiful to watch. Goes to the Farmers Insurance Open this year. There's so much optimism around him. T9. Pretty Solid. Good. Yeah. Solid. Yep. Yeah. Goes to the Genesis. Eagles his first hole. We're thinking, okay, he's four under through eight holes. Finishes DFL, sixty eighth place. People, yeah, people that made the cut. Yep. And now you're thinking, what's happening? But the thing that's 
concerning. So his agent, Mark Steinberg, says something not to be concerned about, this back issue. You look back to when he had one of his first... Uh, Pun intended, by the way. Pun intended. Nice. Right. He goes back to one of his, uh, to his, one of his first back surgeries when he was in the Dubai, uh, and, Stein, and he had to withdraw from the first round. And Steinberg said, nothing to be too, too concerned about. He just can't get the spasm to calm down. Okay, that's, that's a weird. But so he was essentially lying. Mm-hmm. And what Tiger had called more back surgeries. He didn't really play for two years. This is something that it's the new norm. He has to play in warm weather, you would think. I would love you to have Tiger on your podcast or uh, his trainer time. or something. I would love to know what he does on a day-to-day basis. Does he have to get up at 4 a.m. every day and go in the pool for two hours, stretched out? It's, it's concerning as a golf fan, as a sports fan, because what we witnessed at the 2019 Masters is something we will likely never see something like that again. It was almost like his win in 2019, could you arguably say, was almost as impressive or more impressive than the win in 97? Sure, absolutely, yeah. You know? Or the two, uh, win in 2000 of the U.S. Open. Yeah. And I will say this, so, uh, and no pun intended on this one, uh, Tiger Woods, so he won the Tour Championship, like you said, 2018, yep. the Masters, and the Zozo, Zozo Championship, all limited field events. Oh, wow. Are, is Tiger Woods fully back? He's still never won against a full field event in a long it's time. It's true. The Masters has a very limited field, same with the Zozo and the Tour Championships, championships only 30 players. So he's never actually won against a full field event. So is Tiger Woods really even back, well, or is he just and, a, and a win, mirage? And win number seventy nine in twenty thirteen was a WGC, if not if I'm not mistaken, and that was what seventy guys. True. Yep. Yep. So so, I, I, so are you saying that Tiger Woods is overrated? Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not really a player. You know, he's only <laughs> won a few times. It's uh, you know, he's not really clutch to be honest. With you. Yeah. He lost to Y Yang at the PGA Championship. So why? Yes. And why? Yeah. Well, Yang didn't win another tournament after that in the PGA Tour. So clearly, Tiger Woods is like maybe like a top ten golfer of all time. Mm. Maybe the curious case of Tiger Woods that continues, doesn't it? Just, just to be clear, I am joking. <laughs> <laughs> in case. <laughs> Tiger Woods is awesome. Yes, I wouldn't want people to click. I'm I'm not listening listening to the podcast anymore. This is a ridiculous take. Tiger Woods. No, we we might be the biggest Tiger fans. Which is funny because back in the day, I really did not like Tiger. Honestly, Uh, when I first got into golf, like late '97, uh, I wish I would have watched the '97 Masters, but I didn't. The first Mm. Masters for me was '98 when Marco Mara won. Never led the entire. Masters until the last hole. Never led once, which was crazy. Made about an 18 footer on 18. Yeah. Uh, so that was my first Masters, but for, I just didn't, didn't like him at the start because he just won everything. It was like, I want someone else to win. This is kind of boring, you know? And then, so, so I didn't like him for the longest time. And then it switched. So you're rooting for Bob May at, at Valhalla. Yep. But yeah, it switched Chris because everyone and... in 2003 won one tournament and everyone was like, oh, what's wrong with Tiger? And I'm like, are you guys crazy? The guy's been, he was injured with something that year. And it was like, he's still finishing second and third. Like, clearly, He's still unbelievable, so that's yep. why. That's when I was like, "Whoa, you guys just don't, you don't understand golf, man. It's so hard to win, mm-hmm. and he's still coming close to winning." That's when I started getting in the side, and I, uh, now I love him, of course. Breaking news! Breaking news! The Bachelor has controversy. A few days after recording our pod, we watched the Bachelor finale, and I figured we had to discuss what happened. So now, rejoining me on the phone is Adam Skelly to break it down. As it turns out. The finale actually lived up to the billings. By the way, spoilers are ahead, so if anyone hasn't uh, watched the finale yet, uh, you know, turn this off for a second, watch the finale, then come back. But yeah, Peter proposed to Hannah Ann, only to then break it off with her and go with Madison. 
who his mom, Barb, hated with a passion for some reason, and then just days after that insisted they'd stay together. Peter and Madison did, and they already broke it off. Lots to unpack here, Skellia. What are your thoughts on what went down? Ooh, I mean, you know, as we've spoken about hundreds of times throughout our, our uh, time as, as great friends, I should say, uh, the Bachelor right. series, no, they are probably one of the best, if not the best, in the TV industry at teasing the next episode, promoting what's to come, at luring the audience in. And with Chris, ha- Uncle Harrison, I should say. Yes. Uh, talking name, about Chris. Yes, about, uh, you know, how this is the most dramatic thing ever. Uh, we've never seen something like this. And then the episode says, I don't know, it was weird. Like, I felt like it was missing something. You know, we saw the engagement, and then uh, he came back. Peter was live in studio, and then they sort of skipped to the Hannah Ann and Peter meeting again. I thought there should have been some sort of other, like, what went wrong in the month they didn't hang out. I, I might have been, maybe I didn't hear something, but it just seemed like kind of out of nowhere that they go from this engagement to them back in studio, and then there's Hannah Ann essentially giving the engagement ring back to Peter. And I, I felt, I found it kind of uh, bizarre. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, by the way, I love that uh, when Hannah Ann went in the uh, vehicle afterwards, she basically gave him the uh, talk to the hand, which was amazing. Yeah. You know, Get out of here, man. Yeah, I don't want to hear your junk. Anymore, do you? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But the weird thing was, because it was a two hour finale, it was like a half hour in and he already engaged, it was engaged to her. And obviously we knew based on the, on the teasers, we knew that it wasn't going to happen. They weren't going to stay together probably. So it was like, clearly it, it's a, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. So I think they were just like, all right, let's just expedite the process. Let's get to the, you know, the Madison part, which is obviously what they wanted to show. But yeah, you're right. There was a lot of unanswered questions as to what exactly, because when she saw him, uh, when they showed him them together for the first time, you knew it was already over. It wasn't like she was uh, floored when he told her at the time, right? Yeah, it just seemed weird. Like she knocked on the door, and like there wasn't a lovey-dovey exchange. Like some something clearly, like obviously they had had a conversation, uh, you know, where Peter was saying, "Oh, like you know, I'm not all in this, or my heart's in going two ways, whatever the expression they use." I found it really really strange uh but and then it was just as the episode escalated i'm sure we'll get into uh things just got awkward to say the least well most specifically from peter's mom barb who (laughs) after like it seemed like three seconds loved hannah ann because she i guess she said she loved uh peter and she hated madison because madison uh, I guess made her. That was one of the reasons she said because she made her wait three hours to talk uh, with the with the family. I assume that three yeah. hours was when Madison Madison had the discussion with Peter about their relationship and stuff. So she was very very butthurt about that, which was kind of weird. And uh, yeah, then like she basically went on the a, a roasting tour of Madison, who of course we don't see everything on the show, but it doesn't seem like Madison's a horrible person. She seemed like a really sweet nice girl. So it's like, how could you actually hate her that much? Yeah, I know. And, and, you know, throughout the entire season, Madison was this, this sweetheart, this, you know, lovey-dovey, you know, angel, perfect uh, woman who literally like she did nothing wrong the entire episode, uh, the entire season. She was never in any drama. She kept her, she kept herself clean in that sense, not like some of the other uh, contestants or women who are essentially just, you know, bickering at each other and causing all this drama. Madison was always out of that, basically until, you know, the fantasy suite situation uh, came up, uh, and then, you know, obviously things escalated from there, but it was just, I, I found the season to be pretty good. And then the last few episodes are just meh, you know? 
Interesting that you say that because I think a lot of people thought the season wasn't very good, and the last uh, couple episodes were actually kind of interesting because it, you know, wow. with, basically with Barb, his his mother, who is the star of the, uh, of the show for all this, all of her reactions. Like I said, uh, mm. when she said something like, uh, "Yeah, my son's gonna have to fail to succeed," it's like, holy crap! Like, like so not only so. By the way, I, I, as I said off the top here. Like two days after they claimed they were going to stay together, uh, Peter and Madison, they're already broken up, which is uh, quite uh, humorous. You, you so, just hate, you just hate to see that, don't you? You just hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess Barb and his dad actually uh, they were onto something. They were right that they weren't uh, meant to be. But uh, it just uh, it just seems strange to me how much she hated her so much, and uh, I just don't get it. It's, it just seems weird. But Barb was absolutely the star of the show, no question about it. So. So what I think should happen, I mean, Claire Crawley was named the Bachelorette. I think Barb should be the Bachelorette and just switch it up. I, I think the husband would be okay with it. He's and, and the husband, he's got some, he's got the stash, he's got the gold chain, he's got like the two button open option on the, on the button down shirt. Like, I think Barb is the Bachelorette with the musty TV. I might have to eviscerate, good word, you for that one because uh, you basically stole my thunder in this one. Uh, really? I was say, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you should apologize. Thank you. Uh, here's my theory what, what's going to happen with Barb. Because you know how they have, uh, they've been previewing uh, uh, Bachelor for Older People coming up? I don't know, I'm not sure when it airs. She's going yeah, to divorce weird. her husband and she's going to be the next star on. That uh, that series of shows of The Bachelor. That's what I was what I was gonna say, but you basically stole my thunder. Thank you. I mean, I I, I guess we should have talked about this in rehearsals, but I mean, it just didn't happen, right? No, nah, it's almost better that uh, you were my fun. <laughs> so I, I, I like that better. But Barb, now, amazing now, TV. I, I, have you seen the latest uh, rumors? Uh, I think uh, Hannah Ann was on Ellen. I want to say Thursday, and she said basically that uh, she's single and, quote, ready to mingle. <laughs> and apparently Tyler Cameron, or Tyler C., who was the runner-up on uh, Hannah Brown's season, apparently she is targeting Tyler. Oh, wow, really? I, yeah, Very, very mm-hmm. interesting. Actually, oh, that's one thing I, I didn't mention about the mom. I, I love how Hannah Ann was, uh, you know, chirping uh, or Peter, basically telling him, you know, you, you – got to be a better person, all this stuff. And then you know, the mother was clapping, and she was all into that. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, you better be a, grow up and be a real man or something like that. And then the mother <laughs> yeah. was just like, wait a minute, you're ripping my son. I don't like this. So, so all of a sudden she wasn't so much in her corner, eh? Yeah, it was just – it was so weird. And, and, and Hannah Ann, she just seemed like she seemed like a different person. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. She obviously was mad about what had happened, but – like just the look she was giving, she was just, it was just a very bizarre ending. And I got to say the amount of makeup Peter had on to hide that scar was uh, <laughs> impressive. Oh, uh, that video of him uh, running into the golf cart to, to get that scar was amazing. Was so good. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I was mentioning like, but with uh, his mother, with her having all these facial expressions, uh, ripping Madison, all this stuff, she's in, in the future screwing over her son's potential ch- chance to find love because these women might be scared of her possibly being her mother-in-law. She's just gah, crazy. 100%. Now, another theory I have, do we see Peter on Bachelor in Paradise? I don't think so. He wasn't overly interesting, to be honest with you. I, 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 I Maybe. I mean, obviously, it'd be a, yeah. you know, a, a good, you know, decent drama to have him on there. But I don't think we will. I'm I'm convinced, and I said even before she sort of uh, started to get involved in the drama, that Tammy was uh, great for TV. She would be on Paradise. McKenna, the Canadian, she's definitely mm-hmm. going to be on Paradise. 
what was the uh, the woman um, the blonde that went crazy over the champagne? What was her name? Uh, oh, uh, Catherine. Kelsey. Kelsey? Kel- yeah, Kelsey. yeah, Kelsey. She'll be on there, I would imagine. So, uh, yeah, we could look Victoria forward to that. Uh, oh yeah. We can look forward to that this, the, this summer. Actually, uh, Bachelorette was uh, set to begin filming today. We're uh, recording this on the uh, on a Friday, the what March 13th or something like that. Friday the 13th, yeah. That's right, yeah. But uh, there's uh, some belief that they won't start recording because, of course, this uh, coronavirus outbreak, which oh, is geez. unbelievably like crazy how what's going on. Well, it just keeps spreading more and more and more. It's, it's having a ripple effect on everybody. Uh, and obviously, hopefully, everyone stays safe, but... So it looks like they're not going to start the Bachelorette season, but for us uh, working in sports media, everything is being canceled. Like it, NBA, Rudy Gobert is almost the hero by accident in all this because he was a complete moron and a jerk and uh, rubbed his hands all over microphones and his teammates thinking, oh, coronavirus is nothing. And all of a sudden, uh, he was tested positive for it. And because of that, and then the NBA was like, whoa, whoa, whoa we got to stop. Uh, we can't we can't be playing games. And then every other uh, league, pretty much almost all of them by now have followed suit, including golf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it is wild how it's all transpired. And it seems, you know, as soon as, you know, Wednesday evening when uh, the Utah Jazz game is going on and, and the scene of the doctor essentially sprinting on the court saying, you know, we can't play, we can't play things have just escalated and uh you, you know we've both been here uh, working in sports media for a very long time and it, i yesterday was probably or, th- or thursday i should say was probably the most wild day i have ever seen in a newsroom and uh you know let's hope knock on wood that the worst could be behind us. Who knows how long these uh, these stoppages are going to be. Is it going to be two weeks, three weeks, a month? Obviously, we heard earlier Friday the Masters postponed, which is I would think is the right thing to do, 100%. Um, and then it goes and do a couple other things with the Masters. Like, when are you going to play it? Because they were specific in saying the Masters is postponed, not canceled. The Players' Championship, which held their first round in front of fans and was not going to have fans the rest of the weekend, they canceled. And as Commissioner Jay Monahan said earlier Friday, uh, the Players' Championship is their Super Bowl. It's the pro- arguably the biggest event, or it is the biggest event the PGA Tour itself runs. And for them to cancel is absolutely huge. So uh, we'll see when the Masters is. Uh, hopefully this doesn't last too long. Hopefully we're back to, you know, quote-unquote regular life sometime, hopefully in early to mid-April. Uh, and who knows? We could see the Masters in the fall. Yeah. In October, when when Augusta reopens, and honestly, like looking back now, looking ahead now, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, well, uh, no question. Yeah, well, the, obviously, the Masters at any time would be uh, pretty cool, but especially because it'd be the, such a big lead up to it, and everyone would be excited for it. It's uh, it's the fear mm-hmm. of the uh, fear of the unknown, pretty much with with everything. It's just it just don't know with sports. This is obviously very much unprecedented. Uh, sports league uh, leagues canceling like months. Uh, uh, of games and 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 uh, as we said, golf tournaments here. Like I said, the PJ Tour played the first round, as you said, uh, for the players, and I guess they finally realized, no, 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 like it's not even worth it. And th- and that, that's what I was saying to someone. As much as I love golf, and I'm disappointed, I won't see it for a month, and I won't be able to blow a bunch of money betting on golf. Unfortunately, uh, I just uh, why aren't all of these organizations in lockstep on this and just being like, you know what, we all need to shut down. It, it's just weird how they're tr- starting to slowly trickle in, like golf. Golf was like, no, no, we're fine. NASCAR, no, we're fine. And eventually they both followed suit. It's like, 
Every, all of them, just everything should be canceled. I don't understand what, what the weight is here. Yeah, and I mean, one of the more telling quotes uh, after Rory McIlroy actually played uh, his first round of the Players' Championship, he said, today's overreaction could be tomorrow's underreaction, Ooh, which really is a pretty strong. telling quote uh, from Rory McIlroy. And through this, you know, through all this stuff, and it, this is a horrible pandemic right now, it's happening in the world. Uh, one, I'm taking a little bright light out of this, is that, Rory McIlroy is the number one player in the world. Rory McIlroy is an absolute leader right now in the golf industry. He should be commended what he's doing, saying every player should be tested because every player probably should be tested. Absolutely. Uh, I know it'll be tough to do, but, you know, good for Rory McIlroy for standing up. He spoke to the media Friday morning, too, after the announcement was made uh, that the players was canceled. Even Rory didn't know until this morning. Good for Rory McIlroy for doing this. Uh, he's He's great for golf. He's probably... Uh, he's golf's most honest interview. There's no cliches. There's no BS. He, he says it as it is. And, you know, hopefully we're playing golf uh, professionally. Uh, we being watching golf professionally, unless you and I try to, you know, aspire to go play pro at some point, which still could very well happen. Possibility. Thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, follow up and uh, chat about a couple things. And uh... You're welcome. And, and to all your loyal listeners, uh, you know, wash your hands. Uh, do your best to take things one day at a time. Try to stay as glass half full as you can, and we'll all get through this together, and hopefully we're back to regular life uh, pretty soon. And instead of buying, like, oodles and oodles and oodles of, of toilet paper, which is insane how many, like, people will be buying, like, I, I don't understand how much, why people are buying, like, 20 rolls of toilet paper. Like, what do you, how much do you think you're going to be using here? Get a bidet. <laughs> it's $40 <laughs> off Amazon. I got it a couple of years ago. My buddy Two Mom told me to get it. He installed it. It's the greatest thing in my life going on. Absolutely. It changes your life. It cleans you within five seconds, and you don't need toilet paper, and you save a boatload of money over the years. I definitely have. It's amazing. Like I said, it's 40 bucks off Amazon. You'd be crazy not to have it. I feel like, I mean, a bidet sponsor has to come on soon, right? Well, you know what? I think that's a great call, and uh, they're going to be there. Are, oh, sorry. I have to end this phone call with you right now, Scully. Oh. Uh, on, on the other yep. line is a bidet sponsor right now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll chat to you soon, my friend. Okay, sounds good, my friend. Thank you for listening to Episode 9 of the H-Dog Pod. Bang. Bye. This has been the H-Dog Pod with host Michael the Hound Dog Harrison. 